Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Thank goodness we've got a leader of the opposition who's courageous, charismatic, dynamic, energetic, full of verve, who just wants to take the fight to the Tories, stand up for people who are being screwed over by them. I am, of course, talking about Mick Lynch. Mick Lynch spoke at a rally this week, um, and obviously Mick Lynch has been leading uh, rail workers who are suffering, like so many other workers, from both Tory government and, I would say, a broken economic system um, in the fight against those things, um, and against the attempt by the Conservatives to introduce even more restrictive anti-strike laws that will make strikes almost legally impossible in this country one of those basic democratic rights we have that our ancestors fought for great cost but he also called out Keir Starmer who is technically of course the leader of the opposition and the prime minister in waiting because Labour are almost certain to win the next election not because of anything they've done but because of the implosion of this wretched Tory government let's just hear from Mick Lynch there are some people missing here tonight you get this every time you hear me We've got Jeremy, he's with us. We've got other MPs, we've got SNP MPs. Caroline Lucas from the Green Party sends her solidarity. But there's a big question. Where's the Labour front bench tonight? When are they going to stand up with the rest of the Labour movement and join with us and say, we are with you. We are going to defeat this law. We're going to defeat this government. We're going to drive them out of power. We're going to support you in your disputes. And we're going to guarantee that you win those disputes. And when we win that election, we're going to repeal all these anti-trade union laws. And we're going to be a new bill of workers' rights. Right across the economy. And right across our society. Because that's what we demand from people that seek to represent us. If you seek to represent the working class, well you better show some empathy for working people now, in these struggles, on the housing estates, in our cities, in our villages, in our counties. Working people are dying out for change. Everywhere I go, people are saying, let's change the economy, let's change this society. And I say to Keir Starmer, come and stand with us. Don't triangulate. Spot on. Now, I know what some people say. Well... You know, Mick Lynch is a, just a trade union leader and Keir Starmer it leads a Labour Party which is way ahead in the polls and is likely to form the next government. So who's going to have the last laugh there? Yeah. Again, I think it needs to be emphasised. I know there are some who've deluded themselves into thinking Starmer mania is sweeping this country and people are so enamoured with what the Labour Party are offering as a vision for this uh, this country in its time of crisis that they flocked full of enthusiasm into the fold of the Labour Party, it's not actually what happened. What actually happened, just as a little recap, is a Conservative government led by Boris Johnson systematically broke the laws of lockdown, which they were in charge of both enforcing, imposing, and also communicating to the country. They then lied about it. 
Uh, they also did other things like appoint a sex pest to the whip's office. Uh, they were convulsed in scandal as a consequence, uh, and Boris Johnson was removed, triggering a civil war in the Conservative Party. At the same time, a cost of living crisis began to grip the country, plunging people below uh, the, the kind of the waterline and making people for whom even people on middle income, their lives very difficult. And then they put in power someone called Liz Trust, remember her, who detonated the British economy with a load of unhinged economic policies, um, which have imposed terrible consequences on millions of people uh, across the country. And they put this guy called Rishi Sunak, who is laughably terrible at his job, um, and now they're imposing a new round of austerity. What I'm trying to say is that's why the Tories polling has collapsed, not because people have gone, oof, Labour, wow. I love all the things they're offering, like, I don't know if you stopped someone in the street and asked them to come up with three big Labour policies. I'm not quite sure what they would say. Maybe you think that's unfair because Labour do have policies. I'm just saying they've not exactly cut through with the general electorate. Now, the reason it's frustrating is, and this is what I think people haven't really absorbed, is this country is a burning skip. It's in a right old mess. It really is an absolute shocker. And the need for transformative policies is greater than ever. Now, Keir Starmer in the leadership election, I know I'm not supposed to talk about this, we're supposed to just pretend this never happened, because we're only supposed to call out dishonesty if the Tories do it. Now, I have nothing against exposing Tory dishonesty, I've essentially built half my career in doing that, um, but I, I do believe in consistency, and Keir Starmer, I know, has woven an image of being Mr Integrity, but he is a serial liar. He stood in the leadership election on a platform of transformative domestic policies and party unity and systematically broke both. He stood calling for the nationalisation of public utilities and then after the leadership election claimed that he'd never supported nationalisation. Just a straightforward lie from the leader of the opposition. Uh, he called for increasing taxes on the rich. He now has U-turned on that one. He opposed outsourcing the NHS. He now supports outsourcing uh, in the NHS and expanding privatisation of the National Health Service, which has been a real success under both New Labour and the Tories. I'm sure you'd all agree. Uh, he supported uh, scrapping tuition fees and not punishing young people with debt for daring to dream for university education. He's now set to scrap uh, that particular promise as well. He said that he would stand by trade unions and indeed stood on picket lines during the leadership election um, in which he said that it was so important for the leader of the opposition and indeed senior Labour politicians to stand on picket lines with workers in disputes. And now, when there's far more reason to stand with workers in disputes, there's far more workers going on strike and they have large public sympathy and support, um, he barred his shadow cabinet from going on those picket lines. Just serial dishonesty. And in terms of party unity, he's led the most extreme factional war on the left in the history of the British Labour Party since it was founded as the Labour Representation Committee in 1900 and then the Labour Party five years later. He's just a serial liar. He lied his way to become leader because he knew he had to win over left-wing members of the Labour Party. And I think he's got the same affliction as Boris Johnson. I saw people go, oh, you can't compare to Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson is so much worse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I mean, they're both dishonest. I don't know, different types of dishonesty maybe. I mean, Boris Johnson kind of lies about often pathetic personal things, doesn't he? In lots of ways. He, he didn't, I mean, he promised crap in his leadership election and he delivered that crap. It's not like he said, we're going to have a hard Brexit. And then he was like, actually, no, we're going to join the single market and the customs union. He didn't do that. He delivered, he said he was going to deliver a shit Brexit. He delivered a shit Brexit. <laughs> and I I think the case has got the same affliction as Boris Johnson, that I don't think they know themselves where truth ends and lies begin. I think they've woven such a kind of, web of dishonesty around themselves politically that they don't know where what you know what dishonesty actually is now the reason i'm frustrated isn't just that dishonesty i'm not just like dishonesty is bad in politics it is it corrodes democracy it stops people trusting the political process it it allows politicians to just say anything and then not do it because people say well his argument is circumstances have changed i mean you know the tories said that when they increased national insurance um against their manifesto commitment and labor said well that's not an excuse yeah, you've got to be a bit consistent there, guys. If you just say that circumstances change and therefore you can abandon any policy that you have come up with, then that gives a just, it's just open season. Politicians can just promise anything and then just go, well, circumstances have changed. You give them a get out of jail card. And anyway, what's happened since the leadership election is the crisis in Britain has got worse. The, the, the basis for radical transformative policies is greater now than it was then, unless people think that the energy market has got better since the leadership election, in which case they are delusional. Um... The frustration I have is the people around Keir Starmer basically think it's going to be like 1997. And what they're going to do is apply a 1997 formula, which is kind of mild tinkering. And the problem is Britain isn't like it was in 1997 at all. In 1997, you had a growing economy and rising living standards thanks to an unsustainable financial boom. Britain isn't like 1997. Britain's like 1974. But actually, a caveat, worse than it was in 1974. Different circumstance, different society, different country. But relative, the crisis we are currently in, we've had a far worse squeeze in living standards than they'd had in 1974. When I say far worse, I mean, there has never been such a bad squeeze in living standards. And what are Labour going to do in terms of, you know, when they come to power? I don't think they have, for example, clear transformative policies when it comes to poverty in this country, which is rising. I don't think they have an answer to the increasing insecurity that defines work for millions of people. They have some policies there, I should say, but not enough to transform people's lives. In terms of the housing crisis, which is particularly affecting a younger generation who can't get home ownership, can't get council homes, and are driven into an unregulated rip off private rented sector. What's going to happen after two years of a Labour government when you still have huge numbers of younger people in their 20s, 30s, even 40s, uh, who find that much of their wage packet is still being devoured by their private landlords. What are they going to think then? When they say that they can't increase taxes, particularly on the rich, um, and they warn that they can't have an open checkbook, what's going to happen when those public services don't get the investment that they need, including the National Health Service? 
I mean, in terms of the National Health Service, they, they're talking about private hospitals which don't have their own doctors and nurses and all the rest of it. Um, that's not going to help the NHS crisis. So what's going to happen, this is my fear, is Labour work... We could go on with all the multiple crises facing the country and the lack of clear transformative policies because they don't believe in ambitious policies. They're against ambitious policies. They don't think they're either feasible or desirable. So what happens in a country which is in so much turmoil when a Labour government raises expectations just by not being the Tories and then people's lives do not substantially improve? Well, that's when disillusionment kicks in. And that's when either you get people on the left who believe in the transformative policies, which the likes of Keir Starmer argued for in the leadership election, dishonestly and disreputably, or um, you get the far right, and that is my fear. And I do worry very, very much that the lack of a transformative Labour government will pave the way for something very, very dark. And that is why it's so important that people on the left speak loudly now, because I think, as Mick Lynch talks about the abdication of responsibility by the Labour leadership, that will fill a vacuum, and that vacuum could be filled by some very, very sinister forces indeed. Please like, subscribe, and do support us on patreon.com for us, Owen Jones 84. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.